stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Howdy, and welcome back to another week of the Get Off the Bench podcast. Now, a few weeks ago, I had Ariana Fox on, and she's the 16-year-old who was the voiceover actress, uh, triple author, all sorts of amazing things. And this week, I have got Mike Fox, uh, Ariana's dad, on because he has his own um, graphic design company. He is also a filmmaker um, and he is just amazing. I wanted to ask him about, well, about all the great things that he's doing for a start and he's just very, very impressive. But I also wanted to ask him about um, homeschooling and parenting. So you are going to love this episode. And there's so many gold nuggets in here. And I just so wish I had the time to pick them all out. So let's just get into it. And I'll just be quiet. So welcome, Mike. Hello. Good to be here. Ah, Good to see you, too. It's, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I had Ariana on, your daughter, and uh her childhood has been exceptionally supported and uh, by you guys, and you know you've done an amazing job bringing raising her and and all the amazing things that she's doing. And she tells me that you are just as amazing. Well, thanks <laughs> thanks to her, she uh, she always compliments uh, her parents, which is you know an amazing thing in of itself. You know, um, and that's you know kind of how me and my wife we. You know, we we raise her uh, to always be respectful, but also to understand where where things come from. You know, this is something that you did, so you get you get the props, you get the kudos and, and the praise, um, and then. But you know, this is something that we did because we wanted to, and so she's learned that. But it, it does come through a collaboration of, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the 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 child has to, you know, to want to. Uh, to to learn these things but the parents have to learn to instill these things into yeah. their children a lot of times we see uh the pot- big potential in, in children and kids and youth and the parents they don't culture or or you know motivate them or cultivate them and so it's like unused potential but that potential is going to go somewhere else and usually not in a constructive or positive way so you know, we're yeah. thank we're so so thankful for Ari. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing, absolutely amazing. But so are you, because um, you know, I've heard amazing things about you, and plus of um, you know, been looking at all the all the great things you do. So let's talk about some of that today. Before we do, <clears throat> when we talked about Ariana's childhood being amazing, how was your childhood? What was that like? Uh interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not, and this is something that a lot of parents do. 
my childhood was was more tumultuous. I lived, you know, in a single parent um, situation, and so it was it was really rough to be honest with, with you. My my dad wasn't wasn't there since like three years old, and so there was no role models outside of like friends and people that kind of roamed the street. So. I grew up without the support and the encouragement and the teaching and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, me and my wife, we, you know, we we made it a point that, you know, we'll fill in those gaps that weren't there to make sure that Ari, you know, has those things. But, you know, we don't do what some others do. And that's like go the complete opposite way, you know. And so, um, you know, it's a it's one of those things where you try to do the best you can to learn what you can from your experiences and try to implement the good and re you know replace the bad you know kind of thing mm. so yeah well I, I love that but it's not not everybody can do that you know i've known a lot of people that have come from tumultuous um childhoods and and they have gone down the path of and I'm, there's no judgment here but gone down the path of alcoholism and drug addiction and stuff because to cover I guess to cover the pain, that's what that's what I imagine, you know. And yeah. so, and I, I think it's quite. It takes a lot of resolve, you know, to say, well, okay, well, this is an adverse situation that I was dealt, and and now I'm going to change it. And and I, I I'm not going to take a stab at percentages, but I'm sure it's a lower percentage that actually come out the other side to say, well, I'm going to I'm going to put a cog in the wheel here and and change <laughs> the whole system. It's so, not easy. It's not easy. I I, I went down that path. I, yeah. I was into drugs. I was into alcohol and and all, all sorts of stuff. I've been been there, done that, got the T-shirt and threw the T-shirt away. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, so I, I, I totally understand every aspect um, possible of not having it and filling in those voids and, and gaps, you know, yeah. um, you know, even even in, in a religious aspect, you know, I I I, I went into I tried going that direction in the beginning and fell into like abusive situations and stuff and so it was just like okay nothing works um mm -hmm. you know so i you know i have to you know i have to uh you know give credit to uh to the lord for you know for what he did that i could not do you mm -hmm. know so uh you know without being preaching or anything like that I, I just have to say that you know uh there were people um you know uh the word everything came together to help kind of pull me out of my own situation that I was like headstrong. I'm going this way. And others that had compassion, you know, and, you know, and, and love, they were like, no, 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 that's just, that's, you're going to ruin yourself. So, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's very rare that someone can pull their self up by their own bootstraps, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, it's virtually impossible. So, yeah. you know, I give, I give credit to where credit's due on, on that one. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and it's also the um, quite interesting because then you can go to the whole um, 
argument or a whole debate or the whole conversation about do we each have a blueprint? And, and the fact is that we're going to end up doing the thing that we were designed to do regardless of what circumstances are thrown. This this is such a big conversation. We won't go right down that <laughs> rabbit hole. But, you know, you know, there's just there's so much to ponder about why we end up doing what we mm. do and, and how, how we get there. So now um, Ariana told me you were working as a graphic artist. And, and this is quite interesting because we can sort of go back to you know talking about adversity here that when you were working as a graphic artist you then got fired and then um which which could be i know a lot of people have been fired and it's it's uh they it's a it's a potential moment that turns you upside down and turns you bitter and turns you you know against the world and all that kind of stuff but you sort of took that moment of another adversity and, and said well i'm going to um start up my own company and that. So what, what, um, tell us about that moment. So, so actually I wasn't fired. Um, I was, she lied. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe she didn't realize there's a difference, Um, but we, the entire department was laid off. They, the, the actual uh, company was purchased. It was bought out or taken over. It was a corporate takeover is what it was. Yeah. And so the entire department was shut down. The, in fact, it was many, most departments were, were, it was a ghost town, except for like the editorial, which lasted a little bit. And so we all were gone. And I had like six days severance package, like for wow. six days. So we're like, so what do we do with all of this money from the severance package? I guess we'll go to dinner, you know? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, but still, it's still the same situation to where, you know, you you have this income and whether you're fired or you're laid off, you know, still still the same thing. We we um, all three of us, my wife, uh, Ari, myself. We we agreed together as a family that we would just go ahead and, you know, take a step off the boat and and do our own splash design works, you know, uh, business, you know, and uh you know, just take the time and and go by faith and and just kind of do it. You know, so yeah, yeah that's, we took advantage of that and 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 did that. So, and 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 often people won't do it because it's too scary. You know, I just want to go back to some it's security scary. and that sort of stuff and be paid by someone else. Yeah. But most people I know, most people you know that take that leap of faith. Uh, um, do really well. You know they do do well. And having said that, as in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that you know that three and five small businesses fail, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> most people I know actually make it. So maybe I'm maybe I just know some go getters. I don't know. So tell us about um Splash Design Works. Like what, what that's what you the company you started, and what sort of things do you do with that? Yeah. So Splash Design Works. We uh um. Uh, I mean, I've been designing for over 20, 25 years ish altogether. So it's yeah. kind of what I do in my brain anyways, just the creative part. Uh, and so, you know, Splash Design Works, there was, a, there was kind of a big need, at least in this area. Like we're in Delaware and Delaware is like, they often say lower, slower Delaware. And I'm from Los Angeles, California originally, and which is the opposite. And so uh, we saw a need that there needs to be some high quality, you know, good big city type of quality work. Um, mm-hmm. But here in a, in a lower, slower atmosphere to where let's 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 get this done, you know, kind of thing. 
And so we, we, you know, again, we took advantage of that. And so we, we pretty much offered all the creative services that, that usually can, can come with a creative firm. So everything from logos to websites, to marketing, brochures, uh, branding, you know, strategies. And the last two to three to four years or so, we've gotten deep, very, very deep into video production, mm. like creating commercials, uh, video testimonials, video production of all sorts, um, which is when we got into the Crystal Fox films and filming and stuff like that. So, you know, and, and the splash, you know, was because we wanted to make a splash, you know, mm. whether it be yeah. creativity or, you know, or some add some color to your logo or, you know, some quality or just fun, you know, something, whatever, you know, just splash it, you know, make a splash. So that's kind of how we got that. So, yeah. Uh, I love it. Well, you just mentioned um, Crystal Fox Films. So you've started um, filmmaking or not started, but, you you know, you're doing you're into filmmaking and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you've been doing it for a while, but and you've got a few films um, out that, you know, was there was a box in a basement. There's quite a few things that Ariel's tell Ariel was telling me about. But one of the ones that was quite interesting she was talking about was Mia's Bridge, and and that really struck a, an emotional chord with me. You know, really like connection chord with me. So tell us more about that one because that sounds great. Yeah. They all sound great. This is the no, yeah. I it's it's uh it, it's the biggest project that we've we're into and it's in development and people can go on and see Mia's bridge the movie.com it's on IMDB it's on slated um so it's in development right now and uh the biggest part of having a a regular budgeted feature film that would be cons- that was is going towards sag after a union is um is the investorship and partners and investors this is the biggest for if your name if your last name is not spielberg or you know bay or you know jj abrams you know somebody big you know um then you're really having to hustle a lot and find the connections and find the people um, Mia's Bridge is a very, very emotionally powerful film that's a unifying, unity film. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, about two weeks ago, we just shot from 7 a.m. to 4 a.m. the next morning in Philadelphia wow. um, for a teaser that I'm, I'm still doing post-production for. So I'm putting together a teaser promo. So I got SWAT. I got people that came in, uh, drove from Texas down to, to uh, Philly. Uh, North Carolina to do uh, the DPing on it and stuff. So I mean, it's a great. It's going to be an amazing few minutes of of teaser, um, you know, action and just all kinds of stuff. We flew down the main girl, who's like an eleven year old, you know, adorable uh, rock star, <clears throat> and her mom from Florida to to be on set. And so it was an amazing experience. But Mia's Bridge is with all the chaos and all the anger and all the division and all the things that are out there that are forcing people to point, to blame, to find what's wrong and to, and to stoke the fires of division out there. And, and it's out there because, and I'll I'll say it flat out, um, a lot of high profile people in the industry are getting tons of money to perpetuate it and to, and to keep stoking those those flames. Yeah. And 
This movie is the opposite. It's how can we get together and find a solution, find a common ground, you know, mm -hmm. to help each other, help each other succeed. And so Mia becomes like a conduit or a, a, a catalyst yep. for, for polarized, you know, entities from uh, law enforcement, families, professionals, um, you know, gangs, you know, people of all walks of life, all cultures, to find at least a common ground. And Mia becomes that common ground. Mm. And it's really, it's like tear jerking, emotionally powerful film, but it's, you know, it's got, uh, you know, uh, drama, crime, um, you know, action and inspiration. So that's what this is. It's an inspirational drama um, that's showing a balanced approach uh, other than what the narratives that are being pushed in Hollywood. And I already know, you know, on the inside scoop, you know, they're being perpetuated and, and pushed and they're not accurate. They're not being accurate. They're just doing it for money, really. Mm -hmm. So this is this is one of those things that you, its endeavor is for the audience to leave wanting to be a better person somehow. Mm. You know, I, I, I got to find a way to be a better person. You know, one of the scenes, you know, the, the later scenes without giving away or whatever, um, Mia's friend is un unwrapping, you know, a crumpled paper that uh, that Mia wrote, you know, saying, you know, like I pledge to give somebody I don't know a high five, you know, you know, you know, start the love, stop the hate, you know, kind of that kind of thing. Um, and how can we just get along? You know, everybody has different thoughts, different perspectives, you know, and wrong, right, whatever, black, white, you know, culture, race, whatever. Um, it's time to get back into like helping each other. Otherwise, a house divided against itself will not stand. And that's what's happening right now. So, yeah. 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 but I've had a lot of people, so many professionals, actors, actresses, producers, uh, one of the actors on board this has been in the Born Ultimatum movies. And I have a snapshot because I took it. I'm like, whoa. He said, I've been in the Born Ultimatum movies and I'm more excited about Mia's Bridge than those. You know, it's because it has the power to to uh, impact. People are tired of like being, you know, fueled all the hate kind of stuff. You know, hate for this, hate for this, hate for them, you know. You know what? You know all the divisiveness. People are hungry. The audience is hungry for good old-fashioned humor. Feel good. You know, help me to feel better. You know, give me some kind of hope here, some light at yeah. the end of the tunnel. And that's kind of what this this film is. So we are desperately seeking um, good, reliable investors. Mm -hmm. And really, there's so many out there. It's just, it's really sad to be honest with you because. There's a lot of investors perpetuating the same crap that's out there. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 you can see the numbers. The numbers do not lie. And the numbers, I mean, you got like Netflix last 2022, 50% of their shares dropped. 50%. That is that's major. Mm. You got Disney. The only thing that's keeping Disney alive right now is Star Wars. And we're fine with that. Uh, but if it wasn't for all the Star Wars stuff, all the stuff that Disney's doing and pushing and Pixar, all the stuff that they're doing, all their numbers are down so much because people are not, people are needing to be inspired and, you know, and, and feel good about not just themselves, but their neighbor, 
somebody else. Can't, can't we like help each other, you know, as, as, a, as a people, community, nation, you know, whatever. Can't we just kind of, you know, give me something to, to work off of here so I yeah. can feel good and, 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 and help, help my neighbor. If, you know, it used to be that, you know, knock on the door if you need a cup of sugar. Now yeah. it's just like knock on the door, you know, get your gun. What do you want? You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, let's 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 find a way to find some common ground and help each other succeed. You know, yeah, kind of yeah. I know. I, I agree. I agree. I think um, it's. I I I really hope that COVID might have helped that. You know, might might have helped everybody to get a really take stock of what's going on in the world and just say, well, you know, enough's enough. And we've been, we've been destroying the planet. We've been, especially when everything shut down and all the nature started to grow again, it was kind of like, everybody watch this, look at this, like, let's stop. Let's, but, but it seems that everybody's kind of not, perhaps, perhaps a lot of people have gone back into what they were doing, but I agree with you that a lot more people now are looking for, how can I do better? You know, what, what can I do better? But, but something I've also noticed in, in my line of work too, is a lot of people don't know how, they just don't know what that thing is that they can do because they think they need to do something bigger than, um, you know, just the, just a smile, just the hello, just the, you know, how are you going today? Uh, they see yeah, that as significant, exactly. but it's huge. <laughs> we uh, Ari is a, a part of, and I'm doing a video, actually the video production and filming for a curriculum, and it's called Boost Kids. Yeah. Um, and the owner is uh, over in the Philly area, Pennsylvania, which is not too far from us. Um, and so I just had a lot of kids on set, you know, and for inserts and stuff. And the curriculum it's just really interesting because that's how Ari is, our daughter. She's got that work hard, play hard, you know, re- reward hard mentality. And she remembers the names of people, you know, when she meets them. She surprises half the cashiers at Walmart because she says their name. You know, <laughs> thank you, Marietta. And they're, they're like, oh, uh, you're welcome. Because nobody <laughs> says their name. Nobody yeah. cares. You know, so she does these little things, shakes hands, you know, just little things to show respect and that they care. And yeah. it, it yeah. changes the entire day for somebody who who doesn't feel like anybody cares about them kind of thing. And so all these like little things of like what used to be old fashioned values of respect for your neighbor and stuff like that. It's kind of like that is those those little things. A lot of those little things help to connect each other as humans yeah you know you know instead of digitally you know here let me uh let me text you and so that's what that curriculum is and this movie has the potential you know for all investors and all sponsors potential investors potential sponsors potential uh you know donors this movie has the potential to create a a a movement or momentum yeah. going back to helping the other person and Mia is that you know she's like the most adorable little puffball girl ever you know but she's an amazing actress 11 years old um but it just has the the power to to start something because you mentioned I, a lot of people don't know how yeah but it starts with one step you know one small step for mankind yeah. one you know one giant leap yeah. from whatever but you know if you can if you can start that momentum, it helps you to continue the momentum. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times until you start something, even small, you know, you wouldn't, you don't know what to do because like you said, very well said, 
They want to do something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. But what? How about mm-hmm. starting with the first step and the mm-hmm. next step? And by the time you get to the third step, you'll have a better vision of what you can do to yeah. make a difference in somebody else's life. You know? Yeah. Well, I love it. And I love that I love that you're doing films to inspire. What made you get into um, filmmaking? Like when you were doing your original job as graphic design, I'm sure you weren't making films. So what what was it a big <laughs> leap or was it a you, you know, because not everyone sits at their no. desk and goes, I'm gonna make feature films. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big leap. I'll tell you that. It's more like a quantum leap. Um so all my life I've always been loving like movies and behind the scenes how did they do that kind of thing i've always been that way um and and be right before covid hit but when covid hit it forced a lot of people to do different things and that was kind of like a clincher to to get into that area more than before Mm. and so what i started to do was I actually started to create film shorts for art because she's an actress. And so I actually created like a, you know, film short and then it got from a film short to a film medium. And then I was like, okay, you know, and then submitted it to the film festival circuit. And I ended up getting like multiple awards for this. You know, you'll always get criticism. I mean, that comes at the territory, but you always, but you always get people that are looking for, you know, how can it be a, a, a some kind of impact and, you know, what what is good with it? And, you know, hey, the fact that you did this with this and this, that's amazing. And then, you know, uh, Ari was able to, you know, uh, star in it because I was getting show reel for her. And so I started getting awards for this. And I'm like, OK, I, this is pretty cool. And then I started adding more and more equipment. And then then I got on board a it's actually a faith-based comedy sitcom Mm. which there's nothing out there like this to be honest with you it's called wanna be a star and and so i got on as robbie the cowboy as an actor i am not a cowboy but (laughs) i am not a cowboy but um so i got on but then the uh the guy the creator of this series he really quickly realized that i i'm a director uh, a producer, a creative, you know, a uh, creative dire- uh, producer as well. And so I hopped on basically as director, executive producer, um, and then co-writer because I write <clears throat> and and a ton of other stuff. And so we started creating this and we actually shot and I'm still doing post-production and we are, we're actually next Saturday. No, not next Saturday. On the 28th, we're shooting some end scenes of it to we're going to make it from a sitcom into a full feature just yeah. because it's extremely difficult uh to get a a pilot uh onto a a uh, a, a, a a um like netflix or hulu or yeah. you know some kind of network um unless you know somebody and yeah. it's it, we just you know we just haven't had that 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 opportunity to connect with somebody. So we're going to just try to go ahead and make it into a full feature film because you can do more with a feature film than you can an episodic or a pilot. Yeah. Uh, so I started doing that and then creating, uh, you know, creating video production from that, creating more and more <clears throat> commercials. Um, and then I'm like, you know what? I still need to get some more showreel for Ari. 
And I wanted to get some kind of cool sci-fi drama serious. And so I started, I had in my mind, a box, like a glowing box and about two minutes of like, cool, maybe put the fan on her and put it in slow motion. So it's going, yeah, (laughs) you know, and then have it glowing. And then I'll be honest with you. All these storylines and characters started coming about. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And pretty soon I'm like, you know what? I can get maybe a few other people to be like a parent and friends. And it grew like exponentially from there. And then about, I would say about a week or two after that, I opened up a casting call for like a couple of people to be on this film short now now it's a film short at this point i had um i think within the first day i had like um like a few hundred people uh, submissions wow within wow. the first day and i'm like okay this is this is getting serious and so the people that i saw that are submitting i'm like you know what they would be a perfect this role and that, oh, man, they would be perfect. And then the storyline kept growing and growing and growing. What ended up, what started out to be like a two-minute extra showreel kept growing and growing and growing <clears throat> until it became like a film medium to like, you know, like like a, a long, longer type of situation. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be like one of those big film shorts I could submit. And then a, a filmmaker friend of mine said, Mike, Mike, Mike. You just need to make it into a feature film. And I'm just, me and my wife, were, we were just laughing, like, a <laughs> feature film. Feature, oh, we can't afford to do a feature film, you know? And so we were on our, our date, because we have date nights. Me and Ari have daddy-daughter date. Me and my wife, we have our daddy-mommy date. Um, and so we were just walking in the park talking. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just add up how much footage we actually have that we shot from the, for this, the yeah. box in the basement. And we added it up and it was only like a fraction short of what was needed to be considered like a minimum feature film. And we're like, okay, let's go ahead and make it a full feature film. And some of the stuff that we added on is actually our favorite shots, uh, like the Mexican restaurant. And I mean, it just, it was, you know, the park scene with the drone and stuff. It was just, it was like, you know, it's really good stuff. So that's when we made it a full feature film. And it it was very hard for an independent filmmaker. It's like distribution and investing are like yeah. the hardest things for an independent filmmaker. It's just, oh, my goodness. So I finally was able to get it, you know, through a distributor who put it on Prime, Tubi, IMDb TV, which is now called Freebie you know, and, and those uh, outlets and stuff. So we finally got it. We did a premiere at a movie theater. It was sold out. We had people coming from West Virginia, North yeah. Carolina, DC, New York, all over the place. It was an amazing event. We changed lives of, of young, young people, you know, who's never had an experience. It was amazing. So, um, so yeah, that was that. 
What a journey. It, it's, it, it is when you when you say, I'm going to do a feature film, you know, it's kind of what we are saying before. It's like that great big leap, you know, and, and when, when we think about great big leaps, we just don't do it. But exactly like you've just described, just that one step at a time, you know, just this step led to this step led to this step. And, and that doesn't mean that you don't put any effort in, you know, or you don't put any direction in. Of course, you've got to have a vision and you've, you've got to have, you've got to move in the right direction of your vision. But, uh, you know, often and we don't know the next step and we're just going to have faith you know that we just well here it is this looks like the next step I'm going to take it and and eventually you get there and I just I just love that you've you've done that I love it it's amazing on, on day two on, on on day two of filming I think that was when it really like emotionally hit me because we yeah. had like about 75 or 80 people on set and I felt like Steven Spielberg right there. I was, just <laughs> like, I was looking all around and I got crew, I got cast, I got their parents, I got people, you know, all over the place, inside, outside, and just all over on set and stuff. And the crew is just like, like, this is so cool. You know, <laughs> and it's like the feeling was just like, this is amazing. And of course, we've done a lot of stuff on commercials. We've been on set. My wife and I were, <laughs> were actually uh, leads on an A&E episodic uh, last year, um, and it's for uh, Panic 911, and it's called uh, There's a Gun to Her Back. And my wife was like the bad guy, and I was the lead cop that shot her twice, you yeah. know. But, uh, but you know, just being on set, the hashtag set life, man, it's just, I, I don't know, it's just so cool. Everybody's, it's a family unit when you get there. It's just, it's just awesome, you know, yeah, and we yeah. love it. It's just really good, really good. We love it. Oh, I love it. Well, the, well, this whole um, this whole podcast is get off the bench is to inspire people to actually start, you know, doing get stuff. Off the bench. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you're 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 doing that so well. You're also a high achiever. Like, yeah, you've got to be a high high achiever because you you. You, you, you know, you also mentioned before about, you know, you won a lot of awards for your films, but you've also won a lot of awards for public speaking and, you know, you know multiple other things. So what drives you? Like, what, what drives you to be a <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, I, I would say, I would say it's a combination, really. Um you know, I, I've been through a lot of rough times when I was young and just the drive to that that determination, mm. you know, to like, OK, I feel challenged. All right. Come on. You know, and, yeah. and so life life has thrown a lot of challenges. I can't tell you that, you know, I haven't felt the punches, um, you know, definitely have felt the punches over and over and over again. But um my biggest drive, at least at this point, is my family, yeah. you know. So to, to, to us, to me, family is everything, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it, it goes into, you know, Ari believes in herself because we as families believed in her and instilled mm -hmm. that in her. Yeah. You know, you can do it. You will do it. We'll make sure you do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, you know, it's not, we don't just leave it to chance. You can't. That's yeah. that's the worst thing you can do is leave it to chance because life has a way of throwing a curve. You, one thing that we have learned and we've taught Ari and she's now teaching others is that a lot of times you have to put yourself in, in a position to be uh, su successful or yeah. place yourself there. You have to put yourself in, in the way of, of success. You don't yeah. just 
happened to be there, you know, um, you know, some people say, well, I I was lucky. Okay. I I, I could see sometimes rare occasions for rare people. It may be that luck, luck of the draw kind of thing. But in most cases, if you dig a little deeper, you'll see that luck Luck is really a, another name for, well, what I did was I learned how to do this and then I went out and I did this and then I did this and this. And I just happened to meet this person who was looking for this. And in, yeah. but in hindsight, they're like, I don't know, I was just lucky, I guess they're just luck. And it's like, <laughs> no, it wasn't luck. You did some stuff. You got off the bench. You got your bat in your hand and you were ready to play ball because you practiced and you've done this a hundred times. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I get it. You can call it this. A lot of people in the spiritual realms, you know, say, well, I'm just blessed. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. And, and, and yes, amen, amen, amen. But what did you do, you know, to get blessed? There's always some kind of thing that somebody does that causes a reaction that causes, you know, opportunity or, you know, good or bad, you know, we, we cause our own path. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, you, you know, that's is, you know, uh, we want to instill these things that as a teacher, as a former teacher, and even as official former substitute teacher, I personally know they do not teach these things in school. Oh, and so, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but, you know, um, you know, parents are the best teachers and it's sometimes very hard for parents <clears throat> because, you know, they don't have the time. They're trying to make ends meet, you know, the, uh, they're, you know, they're working, both people are working, things like that. Um, but that's, you know, that's why we wanted to instill the entrepreneurial spirit in her. And she is, she, she, she grew up to be, I mean, at age six and a half, she spelled anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> at age eight, at age eight, she she um, she won a for a state uh, business chamber. She won a nomination, at, you know, little old age eight eight and a half, I think, uh, a nomination. Uh, she was nominated to be the most uh, personal personable uh, chamber member, you know. And so, you know, and we instilled that you can. Sometimes you can only do that through homeschooling or at least through parenting at home and not leaving somebody else to raise your child, yeah, you know, yeah. or depend on them to do it for you. Uh, you know, so, you know, we, 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 we instilled the passion and cultivated it into letting her use that drive and passion for her own passions yeah. kind of thing. You know, because she has her own passions, you know, um, you know, what 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 American 16 year old girl like knows Scottish Gaelic songs? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. So you're talking about all the schooling and everything. And, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, if anyone listens to all my podcasts generally, regularly they'll hear me say you know things about school that I'm not a big fan of school but and I I, I was good at school but I didn't like it you know I don't think it teaches I feel sorry for a lot of the teachers the teachers try to do the, a great job but the the system is so damn outdated and old and we're not teaching kids how to just 
how to be and how to survive and how to how to get on with people and how to connect and and all these kind of things. So you decided to homeschool um, Ariana. So what where well, how did that decision come about? Because like you're saying, you know, parents work and parents are busy and you know, how, how did you go? That's it. We're just homeschooling it. Like, did she ever go to school in the first place or no? We, we decided that because we know what's going on with the school system, the educational system, you know, from experience. Um, and again, again, myself as experience in being in the system, you know, I know what they're pushing. I know what they're not teaching. I mean, yeah. school used to be, you know, used to be where you learn about life and how to survive, like you said, how to how to be good, how to be successful in life. You know, you learn your reading, writing, and arithmetic. You know, at, at the very minimum, and then you learn like the um, what's the the cooking stuff or the the yeah, home, home economics, home economics. Yeah, yeah. You know, but all these other things, like if you were kicked out like a bird off out their nest, you could survive. Now. See, and I, I'm going to say this for what it's worth, and I have no qualms on saying this, but the system is designed to make you dependent hmm. upon the system. Yep. And so, you know, Frederick Douglass used to talk about this, that if you learn to read and write, you're no longer fit to be a slave. And when they take away information and they subtract it with dependency, then you no longer you no longer learn how to be independent as a student. You now are dependent upon all these experts and authorities to to mm-hmm. to 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 tell you what you need to do, how you need to feel, what you need to be, and all this kind of stuff. And it's all a big strategy. Unfortunately, I can't say it any other way. It's all a part of you know some higher elite strategies to dumb down you know, uh, our students. Uh, and so, you know, there's no way as me and my wife understanding what the educational system is done, is doing, and is even worse doing now. Oh, it's just crazy. It's, I won't even go there, but there's no way we would have like kicked our daughter into this den of lions like that, you know, if, 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 if at all possible. And so we had to we had to go through a lot of hard hard times, a lot of struggles, uh, but we found that that was more important. Our daughter was more important. Our family was more important than just getting two nice cars in the driveway and a nice home kind of thing. Mm. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, you've, a lot of people make their own choices that they feel they need to make, and saying, "Well, we want a nice car, nice home, nice driveway, nice this." You know, and then they use their kids for our kids. I'm like, no, for you, you know. And so, <laughs> you know, you know, we, we chose to, to go that route. And I, I can't. Years ago, we've lost track of how many times complete strangers that we don't even know would come up to us as parents and flip out on how well Ari was, is well-behaved, how smart, how genius, how personal, how caring, attentive, aware, blah, blah, blah. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on, including professionals and business (coughs) colleagues and, you know, adults, mostly adults. 
And then the kids, of course, she can, she can, I mean, she can, she can goo goo gaga with a baby if she needed to. And then the next, and the next turn, yeah, yeah, you. And then the next turn, you know, talk about yes, the higher education of the of the quantum realm is this. When you talk about the nucleus of the protons, because the protons come from the Greek and the Latin come together, and just like, I'm like, okay, you know. So she's, <laughs> you know, she can do that, you know, but. But it takes an effort on on the whole family part, you know, the the yeah. child, the parents, you know, and, and for the parents to make it a, a priority kind of thing, you know. So she believes in herself. Um, the parents first have to believe in the child before yeah. they can believe in themselves kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, we're all about impacting lives. You know, the logo, her logo is, you know, uh, inspiring others, you know. So that's kind of how we work it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I think a lot of, um, you know, I wrote the book Magnificent Kids in 2014 and it was about 23 kids changing the world. And then I saw Ariana in the book Game Changers and that's why I reached out to her, you know, because it, Game Changers from um, Christy Maggio, who's going to, who's yeah. beyond is, yeah. oh, I was on, yeah, is, is, um, is you know, on the, in the same mindset as me, like let's let's empower these kids, you know, let, let's show kids that they can do it. And there's such a... I think um, actually Ariana said when I interviewed her that uh, she wanted to write a book when she was four, and you said, "Yeah, let's do it," you know, and and just do it now. Don't 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 wait. And I think what a lot of parents miss is that you can do it when you're an adult, you know, and, yeah. and sure, sure, just go to school now, just be quiet, just do what you have to do. And and I think as parents, we're missing, we're missing the boat a lot with when a kid says they want to do something, we're kind of like, yeah, you're just a kid, do you, you know, just one day, yeah. one day. But I think we've got to be much better. And you're talking about it so much, just opening up, you know, and, giving them the opportunity at least to taste it, to try it, you know, and then they might say, I don't like that. Great. But at least you had a quiz. It's, it's amazing because even in this area, because, you know, we're in, we're in Delaware area and stuff like that, but we, years and years ago, as her, she reached out and we came, we went to this expo, which was a kid's expo. Mm. And we met people from all over the States and stuff. And it turns out that there are, like a ton of kids that are doing like amazing things. Yeah. And, and, you know, she, cause she's a keynote speaker as well. So when she was speaking, she would talk about all kinds of other kids, like, you know, that are like everywhere from seven year old to teen that are doing, that are doing stuff. They got products in the malls and, you yeah. know, and even authors, you know, like Aragon, the movie that one with the dragon, uh, I think it's Aragon, something like that. Yeah. Um, that was by a 14-year-old author, you know, who oh, got a movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, so there's there's so many kids and teens and young people that are doing stuff and nobody's making it a big deal. But we, we've we connected with enough other kids and parents yeah. seeing that they're, they, they, they are out there everywhere. Yeah. Kids making an impact and getting off the bench and, and making a difference in lives. It's just, mm. you know, it's just a lot of, they're not hyped up enough, I don't think, you know. So, uh, but there's plenty of kids that are impacting lives and 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 getting out there. And, you know, we're and kudos and, and praise to the parents that are helping their kids do that and stuff and, and, and pushing their kids in, 
in the in the the constructive direction yeah. per se yeah. you know, kind of thing and not just saying like you said because it, ha it it's happened so often yeah you're just a kid you don't know what you want to do in life you know hey you know what how do you know unless you 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 try you know yeah. so yeah um, so yeah i mean i mean ari has like a a violin a recorder a bout on um and uh what else do you have she has a um a guitar you know, does she does she know how to play all of those? No, but her, her passion is music too, and so she has it there ready, you know, yeah. for when she gets into it. But that's because she's that's her passion, and mm -hmm. she's learned to invest in her passion with her own money and her yeah. own time, you yeah. know, which is a big deal too. You know, yeah. learning how to invest, learning how to manage your time, manage your money, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Ooh, it's a big deal. Yeah. I agree. Uh, 100%. We're just going through our, our teenager is, has to do tax. And we said, so you've got to book in, get your tax done, and you've got to pay for it. And she says, pay for it? And we're like, well, <laughs> hey, you're going to pay for it. You'll get some back, but you've got to pay for it. Oh, why do I have to pay for it? Well, you're working, you know, you've got, and, and then, you know, you've got these little pangs of guilt, but it's kind of like, you're never going to learn. You're never going to learn how to, how to be an adult, how to, how to manage the world, how to deal with people, how to negotiate stuff, unless you're doing it yourself. My very first lesson was came when I was, I was seven, I wanted to get a guitar and mum got me one and when I was a teenager I said well I want to I want an electric guitar because I, I was sick of my fingers bloody hurting all the time and she said she said well um you have to pay for it yourself and I said I don't have any money she goes get in the car and she took me down to Woolworths which is like a, a supermarket. Uh, store yeah 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 supermarket and and um dropped me at the front door and said go in and ask for it <laughs> and, and, and I, I was I was earning seven dollars a day, and um, you know, I, I went down to the music shop and put it on layby. I think you call pay away or something. Really? Yeah. Um, and and I had to that that took me months to buy that first guitar. And I tell you, I'm I'm 59 now, and I've still got that guitar in my cupboard because there's no way I'm ever selling that lesson. But anyway, it was it was absolutely fantastic. So your your ultimate goal, and we've talked about this the whole whole way through the um. Interview. Your ultimate goal is to impact lives and to inspire people. You know, encourage others to just to make a better world. Why is that so important to you? What, what's you know why why does that get you up every day? It's it's usually those that have gone through things themselves that realize how important it is for others to uh, to get a little a little bit of hope. A little mm. bit of inspiration, a little bit of uh, encouragement in some way that mm. that they too can be successful or get where they want to go. Um, for us, it's kind of like just part of who we are. Um, you know, we don't we don't we don't want to do anything that's just for no reason. Mm. You know, it's like passion to purpose. You yeah. know, the filmmaking that we're doing, even me as Bridge, you know. It's there's a passion and then there's a purpose. It's going to be inspirational to to help empower in some way. Um, you know, when we speak, when I speak, um, I, I try to I'm very practical. I, I you know, there are some people that they just everything is like, you know, marshmallows and chocolate syrup and, and everything. And, you know, bless them. You know, they they do the, they do their job well. I'm more of a practical, 
I'm, I'm a coach. I mean, me and my wife are actually marriage and relationship coaches. And so we look at the practical, you know, how to, what plays that do you have to do to get, you know, to score a touchdown, you know? And so that's kind of how we work things. And, but we're always wanting to somehow inspire somebody else, mm. you know, that they can do it, you know? And um, again, it's just kind of like who we are, you know, We've been through it. We understand. We relate. We feel the pain. And if <clears throat> if we're able to uh, uh, get to this place and achieve something, you know what? If we can do it, you can do it too. You yeah. know, and um, and we're of the mindset that we want to do what we can to try to help somebody. And we've done a lot of training. We've done a lot of workshops, especially for like business owners, professionals. And so we love to give, you know, uh, educational training and empowerment how they too can get to where they need to go you know mm. they can always hire us if they need to but we want to empower them power to the people so that you too can do it if you feel that you can do it and so that's you know that's kind of who we are we don't yeah you know we don't just drift and and, and do nothing for nothing mm. well it's very selfless as well i think the um we do, most people do live with a lid on their jar, do you, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, well, I can't do that. And and I think that there needs to be more people like you out there inspiring people to say, you actually can, you actually can do a lot more than, than you think you, than you think you can. But I also like the part about, you know, you're wanting to make a better world. And I've got this, maybe it's naive, but I'm, I'm going to stick with it anyway, is the more of us that are out there doing this, you know, trying to make a better world, the, the, the quicker or closer we can get to that tipping point, you know, where the world is in fact better. So a lot of people tell me I'm a dreamer. A lot of people tell me it's 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 black and white. It's a balance. You know, it's, it's good, bad. You're always going to get duality. And I, I agree with all that. But Sometimes I see that, you know, it depends which side of the bed I get out. Sometimes I think, oh, God, the world's going bad. You know, what's going on with this bloody crazy world? There's other days I get out and I'm like, wow, God, there's so many good people. So I'd like to have more days of getting out, which I do, but I'd like yes. still like more, um, getting out going, God, there's so many good people in this world. And one day we're going to hit a tipping point, you know, and, and we're going to lead more. And I know we can never eliminate bad, but... um you know, I think that um, I think that everybody can do just one more little thing, to, and and it will. I think they. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think people realize the impact that one little thing from them will have as yeah. a as a sum of. Do you, you know, if everybody just did that one yes. little thing, yeah. this this great big energy bomb would drop as a good energy, and we would be like. Yeah, this is what we're living for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they say a mountain is made up of a lot of little stones. Yep. And yep. you know, uh in in Mia's bridge, um when uh when Mia's friend stands up and opens and reads, basically uh a lot of the other students they end up like raising their hands and standing up. Mm. There's a few students, because I gotta show realities, so there's a few students that don't. But mm -hmm. most of them are like impacted by Mia and her dream that we can all just get kind of get along. Uh, mm -hmm. And and so the next scene you see like, um, you know, a lot of situations on the playground, you know, both with kids and teachers. And you see like groups of kids that have, that stood up and made the pledge, you know, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to, to do good. 
and they start to to infiltrate the situations and help it to do good. You know, and one of them, there's a couple of kids helping a teacher with some sports equipment, you know, and that just doesn't happen anymore. And so all of a sudden, you know, these two kids are helping the teacher, you know, and then they give the teacher a high five because that was one of the things on the flyer. You know, I pled, I dare you to find someone that you don't know and give them a high five. And so, <laughs> you know, the teacher is just kind of like, like, what was that? But they made a difference. They made a little difference in, in their life. And if you can just make one little difference, one little difference in somebody's life, you can, you never know, you can start a chain reaction yep. of a lot of other good things to talk, to take place. Just like you said, when you wake up on, you know, on the good side or the wrong side of the bed, a lot of times your mindset, you know, I, I'm just as guilty, but your mindset can also uh, often trigger like the rest of the day yeah, to go accord yeah. accordingly. Yep. And so if you can help somebody in one little way, maybe mm-hmm. you could trigger a chain of events in the rest of their day yep. to be a good positive day, you know, and, and bring hope again for, to somebody, you know, so. And yeah. your own. I think when you give a, you know, you a positive something to somebody, it also triggers your own good yeah. set of events for the day. And yes. it's, um, you know, kindness right. doesn't just go, kindness doesn't just help the person that you're helping. It actually helps yourself in significant ways. There's so much research and I'm not going into it, but it's scientific data to say that when we're kind to people, um, it actually changes us, you, you know, and does a lot yeah. for us. So I, I absolutely love it. Now you, um, do you reckon you found your purpose in life? I know you said before, passion to purpose. You reckon you found your purpose? You're sitting there in it? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say yes and no. Hmm. Yes, I have I have many purposes. Yeah. So and it's always that what is your what is your ultimate one purpose in life? I, I've in all honesty, I've been learning, at least for me, I can't speak for other people, but at least for me, I've been learning that there are a number, a multiplicity of purposes. Yeah, yeah. And so I would say for this, for this, and for this, and for this, definitely I have found my purpose in these things. For that one and that one and that one, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. And so... What I theorize is that as long as I keep walking in the purposes that I know I'm supposed to walk in, yeah. along the path, those will fill in in its own season and its own time. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times I've known that, well, I don't know my purpose, so I'll try to plug it with this or plug it with that or fill it with that. And then what, what ends up happening is sometimes I and we – we, we frustrate ourselves because yeah. that's really not what it's supposed to be, you know, but you want to fill it in because you don't like the feeling of it being empty. And mm-hmm. so what I've, what I'm still learning at my age, which is, and it's like, <laughs> still you younger know, than me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so like what I've learned is um, I just keep need, I just need to keep walking in what I know I'm supposed to be walking in. Yeah. And eventually it's like, it's like when you drive in on the freeway and you see the signs 
and you're not using your Google Maps or, or Apple Maps or whatever, um, yeah. or even if you are, and you're like, I know that sign, I know that sign because I've been here before, but I don't remember the others. As long as you stay on that road because you know that map you just, I mean, that road you just passed, you, mm -hmm. you know that one. As long as you stay on that road, you'll see the next sign coming up in a mile or two. And then you can make a determination if that's the direction you want to stay or if you need to get off. Yep. But until you get there by staying on that road, you may not know. So yeah. Yeah. that's that's kind of my theory on that. No, I like that. And I like the signpost too. I like I always like to think when you get a signpost or you get a Y in the road or whatever you get, you know, is it I always ask the question, is it on the way or in the way? And if it's in the if uh -huh. I can really absolutely determine it's in the way, it, it's out. But if I think even if I don't like doing it and I don't want to do it, but I can see that it's on the way to where I'm going, I think, yeah, you know what, I'll I'll wear it. I'll 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 persist with this you know just for a little bit mind you i don't persist with much for too long <laughs> if it's not making me happy but <laughs> anyway i love it well a lot of people dream of becoming successful now and success i'm not going to i'm not going to determine that because you know some people think it's money some people think it's a big house some people think it's um living a life that you just wake up happy every single day whatever whatever their road to success is um you know that a lot of people are how can I say it? The art, the arts industry, which is your your films and a lot of stuff that you're doing. A lot of people are told that get a real job. You, you know, there's the arts industries for suckers. Don't go to university and do arts and and, and and all that kind of stuff. So it's very easy to listen to the expectations of others and how society is telling you. You know, pick a real job. You know that kind that kind of thing. So many budding artists out there who may be thinking, yes. "I'll never make a feature film. I'll never make money." On you know, what what would you tell them? Oh, that's a whole uh, that's a whole hour right there. <laughs> um. Squash it up. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I understand 100% why people say it's not a real job per se. Let me put it this way. I'll, let me start with the practical. And that is, it is a very uh, frustrating, hard industry. It's so up and down and so flaky and fluctuating. It's just really, it can be, it can be very uh, empty and, and hard for a lot of people. Um, especially people that they, they they feel that they have talent and they go in all in, uh, hoping that they'll get this break, big break kind of thing. So the big breaks, they do happen, you know, uh, but uh, it, for, for the rest of us normal people, like what I would say is learn how to be consistent, persistent, and foundational on what would keep you staying in the right direction and paying your bills. So again, I agree 100% with everything that you said in the question itself. There are so much talent out there. I wish I wish I can get a, a, a $500 million budgeted film and hire like everybody I know and I've talked to because there's so much good talent out there. Yeah. Um, so learn learn what to do take the steps to do what you what you can do and um learn to take 
the things that may not pay, but pay in credit and pay in experience and pay in, say, um, um, uh, 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 awareness of who you are. Get your name out there. Uh, a lot of a lot of non-union actors, basically, there's there's no there's very little union SAG after actors out there that will ever like work for only credits kind of thing and a meal. Um, but there's been a numerable amount of non-union because it's it's really hard, you know, to be an actor or even even some crew, uh, you know, casting crew and DP and, you know, set, uh, you know, crew production. Um you, you want to build up your resume. You want to build up your IMDb, which is your online resume for sure. Um, connect and collaborate with other like-minded individuals that will help you and inspire you to keep going. <clears throat> There's a lot of people that will say, just like you mentioned, you know, it's not a real job. You know, don't worry about it. Don't even try. <clears throat> know with anything, whether it be acting, entertainment, or uh, if you're an artist and you want to you know, if you want to end up drawing, I remember, I forgot if it was Gar, it wasn't Garfield. It was the uh, far side, the guy who did far side. Yeah. You know, if you ever see the far side cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're far out kind of thing, yeah. you know, but they're amazing. And I think, I think it was him. I could be wrong. But on the back of one of his books, because he's got tons of books. <clears throat> he has an actual copy of one of his teachers that wrote a note to him saying like something to the effect of like stop doodling and drawing you'll never make a living out of this <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like oh really you know <laughs> so don't give up yeah. just be wise and strategic about it um uh, unless you have somebody that's going to promise you a signed contract that'll get you income and revenue and money, don't throw all your eggs in one basket. Make sure that you have your income and you're, you're living your expenses and then add to it as you can the experience of being on set, connecting, you know, with others um, yeah. and then getting, you know, getting getting your foot in the door, so to speak. You know, try to start very small and easy and you will make great connections. That's one huge perk about the entertainment industry is that you you the networking is crazy. It's it's mm -hmm. amazing. You get to yeah. meet so many amazing people that, you know, that that you connect with. <clears throat> On the flip side, let me say this. Be very careful. Always keep your antennas up. We've been thrown under the bus ourselves as a family. So literally stabbed in the back with mutiny from producers and people. And it's just like, oh, I didn't think that was real, but it is. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, there are, there are a lot of people, music industry, entertainment industry that will promise you everything and then stab you in the back and then throw you off the bus while it's moving. You know, so always keep, your, <laughs> you know, always keep your antennas up, you know, and guarded, you know, and take be very meticulous and discreet on what steps you take, but connect and collaborate with people that are wanting to uh, to succeed and help each other, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think connections the biggest thing we can do with anything. I think and good connections, genuine connections, not not just sucking up to somebody because it'll help me, but you know, just really building great relationships with people. I think that's fantastic. Mike, I absolutely love this conversation, and there's there's been so many little nuggets. I, I wish I had the time, you know, to pull out all the nuggets out of my of my podcast. But anyway, well, maybe one day when I've got nothing to do, but I can't see that ever happening. But I've loved this, really, really loved it, and where can people find you thank you um so for our business splash design works uh they can go to www.splashdwd for design w4works.com uh for our filming our filmmaking you know hire us for documentaries uh you know feature films um you know action you know any kind of any kind of film filmmaking um commercials uh, you can go to crystalfoxfilms.com. Crystal Fox was one of our favorite creatures from Star Wars. It was, oh, you know, yeah. in you know, the Crystal Fox. It was just like, oh, that is so cool. But of course, Fox is our last name. So it's, you know, see right here, Crystal yep. Fox. Yep. <laughs> you know, this right here. Uh, so crystalfoxfilms.com. And then our, our the movies, uh, one of the movies, The Box in the Basement, is theboxinthebasement.com. Uh, and then Mia's Bridge, you can go to miasbridgethemovie.com. Um, and then our email is info at splashdw.com or director at crystalfoxfilms.com. And then both on all, almost all social media. And of yeah. course, our daughters out there, you can do a search on Ariana Fox and and find page after page after page after page of results, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, so, yeah. Well, I've, I've, I had Ariana on a few weeks ago, so anyone can just go back and um, check out her podcast and all of her links are in her show notes. I'm going to put all of your uh, links in your show notes as well. So, And there's about... There's quite a lot of them, so I'll, I'll throw, I'll put the whole list of them in, and it's um, it'll be no, it'll be it's fantastic. So I, I hope people go and follow you, and 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 hopefully you get some some work and some um investors in your films as well, because um I'd love to see all that good stuff really hit the big screen and really get moving, change the world. So, so thank you so very much for joining me. I've absolutely loved it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love your questions. They're amazing. So yes, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm trying to get off the bench myself on, on so many things. So yeah, yes, me too. Me too. Guilty. The bench I'm is like, so comfortable sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the builder that, that still hasn't finished the house, you know. <laughs> I'm just helping it building everyone else's houses, but keep forgetting to build mine. But right. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. All right. See ya. Thank you. Ta-da. Bye. Ta-da. Oh, guys, that was fantastic. And you know what? Mike is is the epitome of getting off the bench, actually. But it, he's just everything he's talking about is to say, well, I'm going to try this and then I'm going to try that and the next step is this. And he, he's, he's just so, so well articulated, the, the whole, you know, taking one step, then taking the next step and then growing a little bit more. And I might try this. And what about this? And, you know, for, from just going out in his own business, which he did know how to do a design work before he started, but I'm just going to do brochures and everything else. And then suddenly now we're doing feature films. So, uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit. And, and I, as I said in that interview, we often put a lid on our jar and we decide that this is as far as we can go and then we stop. And a lot of the times that's because we allow other people to tell us 
um, that our ideas aren't that great or, you know, we start doubting ourselves because we've had this whole life of competition and God knows what, but we really can do amazing things and all of us have got way more capacity than we think we have. So I really hope you've enjoyed listening to Mike. Um, he has got the movies, Box in the Basement, Mia's Bridge, as well as his, um, his Splash Design Works uh, business as well. So all of those links are going to be in the show notes and I really hope you loved it and I really hope you're inspired. And if you are a budding artist, please go do your thing and, um, you know, show the world what you've got because as a reminder, uh, what where would we be without music? Where would we be without art? So we shouldn't undervalue it. We should uh, really get out there and absolutely bring joy to the world. So hope you've loved that. Uh, thanks again for joining me every week and I will see you again next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode, just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.